If you ride the uh, PACE buses, and I don't know how many of you do that, but I do quite a bit, they run over the speaker system advertisements, right? Just what you'd expect. But they've been running a campaign now for the last couple of months that the first time I heard it, I just thought, oh, that's okay, kind of catchy. But the more and more I hear it, the more and more it sinks in. And now I find myself listening for it. And it's just one phrase. It's put out by Alcoholics Anonymous. And it says, if you want to drink, that's your business. If you want to stop, that's our business. If you want to drink, that's your business. If you want to stop, that's our business. So I was riding the bus over here yesterday afternoon, and not surprisingly, that came on. I was listening to it, and I got off right in the middle of Wine on Winter, which, if you don't know, is Libertyville's um, wine-tasting bacchanalia, but everyone was respectfully, you know, more or less. And you could see them up and down Milwaukee Avenue, and I was weaving in and out of the Girl Scout cookie tables, which were also there. But what a powerful message. Because lots of people like myself hear that, and it kind of washes by them. But some people, at that moment, for whatever reason, thinking, if you want a drink, that's your business. And some of them had wanted one that morning, and some of them would want one later that afternoon, and some of them would want one last night. And every time, maybe they heard the words, but if you want to stop, that's our business. And some didn't want to hear the message, and some wanted to hear it, but simply couldn't take it on because it was too painful. And for maybe some others amongst the hundreds of thousands, or probably by now millions across Chicagoland who've heard it, because they heard it at just the right time, at just the right moment, And for whatever reason, they said, all right, is there someone who can make this their business? Because that's what I want. Advertisers, every now and then, just hit it out of the park. Their job is to get a message across. And when they do, even if you don't buy the product, you can't help but notice there's something here that pierces to the heart. And I thought to myself over these last couple of months, listening to that message, Why can't we get it the same way? I mean, the Catholic Church has all kinds of campaigns, right? We've all heard them. But what if you had a message as simple as this? If you want to be trapped, that's your business. If you want to be free, that's our business. And I can imagine that if we tried that, probably people's eyes would roll and, oh, come on, where does the church get off saying this? Look at all the problems that they've got. But that doesn't stop the folks at AA. They know that they put that message out there and lots of people who maybe need to hear it just blow it off. But it doesn't stop them from putting the message out. Because at the right time, at the right moment, it is heard. And shame on us if we've lost that ability to speak that message so simply and powerfully. And I'm not saying this is kind of a little cheerleading effort to say, go out there and evangelize the world. That's a great thing to do. But I'm simply saying there's something that the 12-step program people get that I think I and maybe you and maybe all of us as a church too easily forget. And that's that there is a method. You don't simply have to be trapped in whatever it is that traps you. And let's be honest, 
All of us have our addictions of one form or another. All of us have attachments. This side of paradise, there's always going to be something holding us back because we, in our own brokenness, refuse to let it go. Maybe your thing will never be broadcast over the bus loudspeaker, but we've all got them. And they've got it, the 12-step folks. They've got it down to a method, and it's not perfect, but it does work, because it is work. It's hard work. And if you're like me, I don't often look at my faith in that way. I just kind of lay back and say, okay, God, do your stuff. And you know, if you're familiar with those programs, the first thing you have to do is admit that you're there and admit that you need to be there. And for whatever reason, you are there. And what if we could all approach our faith simply by saying, I'm trapped. I'm trapped by this thing. I'm trapped in this relationship. I'm trapped by this memory. I'm trapped by this situation with my health and my job. And it's something that I hold on to. That's the first step. And we have a means. We have a method. It's been with us for 2,000 years. But a lot of times, if you're like me, you just treat it as kind of a slogan. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. That's where this mission that we're going to have tonight, Monday, and Tuesday night, that's really what it's going to be about. It's looking at the method we have in our faith. Because our method is not a program, our method is a person. But that person makes a difference. The ability to say, here is where my heart is hungry. This is what I'm longing for. I don't want to think about the trap. Just like I can imagine a lot of people don't want to hear, if you want to drink, that's your business. Don't remind me of that. Don't tell me. I don't need my bus to tell me where I'm stuck. And stubbornly, the message is there. And we know that. We know those reminders of where we're trapped are there. They're there in the face of that other person. They're there every time we get up and go to work because maybe that's where it is. They're there maybe when we look in the mirror. St. Paul famously says today, you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. It sounds amazing. It sounds wonderful. But there's two types of temple in the world, right? One type is where you know the holy thing is and you kind of come by every now and then and pay your respects. But it's sort of there when you decide to go to it. And then there's the other kind of temple where the thing that really grabs our attention is. Where the thing we never pass by without dropping in is. Where we put so much of our effort and emotional energy we know what that temple is because it's where we spend our energy. And let's be honest, what's in that temple isn't always what is holy. But there is a way out of that temple. And it's got to start by saying, this isn't ultimately where I want to be. This is where I'll go, maybe yesterday, the year before, the decade before that. This is where I might even go tonight. But it's not ultimately where I want to be. And it's the Holy Spirit. It's not God the Father per se. It's not even Jesus. I'm big fans of both of them. But the means that we have for getting out of the temple really is the work of this person Jesus gave us. 
And that's what we'll talk about. If you're able to come tonight at 7, Monday, Tuesday, it's hard to do anything three nights in a row. Even if you can't come to all of them, if you come to one of them, if you come to none of them. But my encouragement would be, name for yourself where your trapping temple is. Do it in prayer, do it in conversation with someone that you love. Maybe it's a spouse, a friend, a parent. But just say, this is where I'm trapped. And then give yourself the freedom to say, and this is what I want my life to look like. This is how I want to be free. Maybe I won't get there yet, but to name the desire is 50% of the program, just like it is for the other folks. If you want to be trapped, that's your business. If you want to be free as a community, that's our business. And what we'll talk about is very specific to St. Joe's. Won't be a generic mission that you could hear anywhere on the planet. It'll be specific to us. Communities for the kingdom, things that we pray about, folks who've maybe passed away that we honor, it'll be specific to us, but it'll always be the work of the Spirit. If you want to be free, that's His business.